morning. Forecasters have issued a grim warning with high interest rates set to see Australia's economy become one of the worst performing across the Asia-Pacific region. Political reporter Rachel Baxter is in Canberra for us this morning. Rachel, morning to you. What does this actually mean for the average household? Good morning, Eddie. Well, uh, it means a whole lot of pain for homeowners. For one, ratings agency S&P Global has forecast Australia's economy will expand just 1.4% uh, this calendar year, making us the fifth slowest of the 14 major Asia-Pacific economies it follows. And then next year, it's even worse, with growth to slow a further uh, to a further 1.2%, making Australia the second worst in the region, only behind Japan. There's also warnings the cash rate could hit 4.6% when it finally peaks in the second half of this year. That's on top of the Reserve Bank's warning uh, that rate rises can take 12 to 24 months before their true impact is felt, which means Aussies will begin to feel the full force later this year and into 2024. Consumer spending uh, is also slowing, according to economists. The only hope is that all of this will continue to get inflation back on track and hopefully uh, it'll mean the RBA can and finally put a break on those painful rising interest rates. Eddie? Thank you so much for that, Rachel. The first funeral for one of the victims of the Hunter Valley wedding bus crash has been held on the New South Wales south coast. 28-year-old Angus Craig remembered as an adored son and much-loved brother. How cruel is this loss? A lovely, well-mannered, gorgeous boy who had matured incredibly to a fun-loving, responsible, thoughtful and good-looking man. The bride and groom, Maddie Edsel and Mitchell Gaffney, were among the mourners in attendance. Funerals will be held for the other nine victims over the coming weeks. Concerned residents across Melbourne have banded together to invest in private security patrols to protect themselves following a recent crime wave across the city. Homeowners forced to fork out between $500 and $3,000 a night, depending on the number of security guards and patrol vehicles they need. Patrols are already active in the Jubilee Estate in Wyndham Vale and a number of neighbourhoods in the eastern suburbs, including Hawthorne, Brighton and Caulfield. A man's in hospital after being stabbed during a brawl in Sydney's West. Emergency services were called to a Cranebrook home around 10.30pm where they found a 50-year-old man with a stab wound to his right arm. He was treated by paramedics before being taken to hospital in a stable condition. Anyone with information is urged to come forward to police. A man is fighting for life this morning after his motorcycle crashed into a brick fence in Brisbane South overnight. Emergency services were called to Morningside. This was shortly before midnight. The 31-year-old rider was taken to hospital in a critical condition. The cause of the crash is not yet known. The head of Russia's Wagner mercenary group has spoken for the very first time since calling off his march on Moscow and going into exile. Let's go live to US correspondent Marley Hogan. Marley, what did Yevgeny Prigozhin have to say? Eddie, good morning. Well, despite leading that brief rebellion, Prigozhin says that he had no intention of trying to seize power. He has released an 11-minute audio clip, and in part of that, he does defend his actions, but he goes on to say, and it translates to, the demonstration of what we could do was sufficient. Our decision to return was driven by two factors. One, that we did not want Russian blood to flow. The second factor was that we went to demonstrate our protest and not to overthrow the government. The march was 
suddenly called off when a supposed deal was struck that would see Prigozhin move to Belarus. But this 11-minute audio clip does not give us any indication of his whereabouts or his future plans. This morning, we have also heard from US President Joe Biden for the first time uh, since this brief rebellion. He says that uh, the president and his allies wanted to make it very clear that the West was not involved in this rebellion. We made clear that we were not involved. We had nothing to do with it. This was part of a struggle within the Russian system. We're going to keep assessing the fallout of this weekend's events and the implications for Russia and Ukraine. But it's still too early to reach a definitive conclusion about where this is going. As U.S. officials and its allies continue to monitor this situation, there are reports this morning that President Putin is expected to give an address. Eddie. Thank you so much for that, Miley. Some Commonwealth Bank customers have continued to report problems overnight after thousands were left blocked out of their accounts during an extensive outage yesterday. People were left frustrated, unable to transfer, transfer money or direct debit due to the ComBank app and online networking being down. Call centres were inundated after customers were left stranded at stores and able to pay for their groceries and petrol. The bank has issued an apology saying services are recovering. A Russian official squatting at the site of his country's proposed new embassy has been shown the door. Moscow lost a case at the High Court to keep their Canberra lease torn up after the federal government intervened. A judge describing its challenge against that decision as weak and hard to understand. And checking Tuesday's weather for you now, around the capital, sunny in Brisbane and 22 degrees, partly cloudy in Sydney and 19, possible showers in Melbourne and 15, partly cloudy in Hobart and 14, partly cloudy in Adelaide and 15, mostly sunny in Perth and 17, mostly sunny in Darwin and 32 degrees.